Everyone has a divine purpose. Each of us has a unique path to fulfill that purpose. When we walk our path and find our purpose, we enjoy complete life fulfillment. Welcome to Your Best Version Radio, a program designed to help you find your unique divine path to fulfill your life's purpose. Your Best Version Radio is hosted by David Porter. David has more than 30 years experience representing, coaching, and supporting individuals and businesses to find and live their most unique purpose. So sit back and enjoy today's episode of Your Best Version Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Your Best Version. My name is David Porter. It's great to have you here today as we delve into another topic of how we can move you to your path, your purpose, and your five-star version. As we all know, it's your path, it's your purpose, and it's your individualized five-star version. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about and explore a habit that will ensure your ultimate failure, and that is comparison. Comparing ourselves to other people is one of the most tragic and debilitating habits that any of us can have. And I get it. We all do this. We all compare ourselves at various times to various people. So please understand you're not going to walk away from today's episode completely cured of the problem, the challenge, and the habit of comparison. Heck, I've been thinking about comparison for 10 years. I still find myself in certain moments comparing myself to other people. Every time you compare yourself to someone else, you lose. You fall short. You come up lacking. And when you do that, then everything around you begins to turn gray toward black. So today's episode is about finding a way to deal with this inherent human characteristic of comparing ourselves to other people. I think social media is a huge proponent of this comparison life. If you are on Facebook or TikTok or Instagram or other social media platforms, what you're going to see in 99 plus percent of all of the posts you look at is people that are living the good life, having it all, and having the perfect way with their life down the road. And then you look at yourself in the mirror and you say, I don't have that life. And because I don't have that life, I must be flawed. And because I am flawed, then I can't find my path to my purpose, to my five-star version. And so today, the real goal here is for you to understand and be aware of our human characteristic of comparison and finding ways to see it, to identify it, and then to deal with it in a positive way within your life. So we start with a problem, and the problem is you look at other people and compare yourself, your work, and your outcomes, and you always come up short. That problem manifests itself in four different ways. And the first one is, you know everything about you. This is one that when I finally got it, when I finally understood with real clarity the idea that I know everything about myself, this idea of fighting comparison became easier. 
Here's what you know everything about yourself means. Your mind is a wonderful ally and a vicious enemy. Your mind knows everything about you. It knows how you think. It knows what you do. It knows what you do even when other people don't know what you do. And so you know everything about yourself. You know the times that you didn't do what you were supposed to do. You know the times that you did things you weren't supposed to do. You know how you think. You know how you resist. You know everything about yourself. And that feeds into the problem of comparison. The second way it manifests itself is you only know what others show you. Let me say that again. You only know what other people show you. So let's go back to my social media example. Who posts the videos, the audios, the memes, the other things that the people you look at and compare yourself to, who posts those things on social media? And the answer is they do. They pick the sunniest day. They pick the coolest places. They pick the things that they want other people to see. They don't show you everything. And if you don't believe me, look at what you do if you are involved in social media. Do you post everything about you? Do you post the things that you are embarrassed about? Do you post the things that you are not so proud of? And the answer is likely no. You post to social media the things that you want other people to see about you, just like other people do. And so the second part of the problem is you only know what other people show you. The third way the problem manifests itself is your inside always falls short to others outside. There's an author that wrote about this concept and the way she described it was you compare your inside to other people's outside. You compare what you know about yourself to what other people simply show you. The reality is that when people show that best part of themselves, they show very little, if anything, about their path. They show very little, if anything, about their struggle. They show very little, if any, about their inside. What are the challenges that they face? Between all of those cool trips they go on, those little weekenders to various places, all those neat little times where they're boating or skiing or other fun activities, what's going on in their life? How are they making that happen? We all know people that on the outside look like they have the perfect path that they are walking and then when we get to know them and they become a friend, we may come to learn that those bright shining moments are simply that. They are bright shining moments. They are not indicative of the path that they are walking. They have moments of brightness that are surrounded by days, weeks, and months of gray to black. But they don't show those things. And why not? Well, for the same reason that you and I don't. We're not interested in airing our dirty laundry or the laundry of our life that really doesn't measure up to what it is we're trying to pursue. And so we just show the good stuff. When we compare our inside where we know all the bad stuff about ourselves and we also know all the good stuff, we look at their life, we look at that abbreviated, abridged version 
of their life where everything is good, everything is happy, everybody is getting along, everybody is having great relationships, it's always sunny, it never rains. And from that, we are to conclude that they have no problems, which we know intellectually is not true. Of course they have problems. Everybody has problems. Everybody has challenges. Because if we didn't have problems, if we didn't have challenges, we wouldn't be able to refine ourselves and sharpen ourselves. Part of this life that we live, part of this path that we walk, is the moments where we are sharpened. And we are not sharpened with the good times. There's a passage in the Bible that says iron sharpens iron. You don't get something soft to sharpen a knife. Butter doesn't sharpen a knife. A whetstone, iron, other hard things sharpen your knife. So when you look at your inside, your inside always falls short of other people's outside. And then the last element of the problem, you compete and you lose. I think competition is a really interesting concept as we look at walking our path to our purpose to our five-star version. We all have to compete at some level. We all want to be in a, and I'm going to put it in quotes, in a game within our life. That's why video gaming is so popular. That's why young people and now uh, older folks enjoy the games that they can play on the computer or uh, with pen and paper. We like games. We like competition. We like the challenge that it brings to us when we compete. The problem with comparison is comparison automatically then flips into competition. When we compare ourselves to someone else, we see how much better they are doing than us, which by the way, in most cases is a lie. However, let's assume for a second that we believe that they're doing better than us. We then break into the mode of competing with them. How do I catch them? How do I keep up with the Joneses? How do I get past the Joneses? How do I find my way to a place where I can look back on them and know that I am superior? The short answer to that is you can't. There is no finding yourself superior when you are competing with someone else. And there's a couple of reasons for that. One, you will always devalue the progress that you have made. I know that because that's me. And, and that's a lot of the people that, that I run with. We devalue the things that we do because, hey, we did them. Now, if someone else were to do the same thing, we would say, wow, what a great accomplishment. But for us, we know why it is we haven't done it in the past and why it is we ultimately have done it now. And we devalue that because we don't see it as that big of a deal. The flip side of that is we see everything that the other people do and we think it is always superior. We overvalue what it is they've accomplished because we maybe haven't accomplished it. And so when we compete with other people, we find our way into a position where no matter how well we do, we will always find something or someone that's doing it better. And before we jump after the break into the possibility, let me just take a, a quick minute here 
to begin to lay the foundation of what it is we're talking about as far as a solution for this idea of comparison. Comparison is the thing that devalues us. We never devalue other people. We never devalue the things that we see about them. We always think that they are doing well. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with looking at other people and seeing them in a positive way as far as what it is they are doing and what they are accomplishing. However, what we then do is we take the, the success that they have and we use it as a way to beat ourselves up that we're not doing as well. Competition always ends with a winner and a loser. And we are really good as human beings of making ourselves the loser. We're going to talk for the rest of the episode about this idea that life is not a win-lose game. And we'll talk about competition in a, different, in a different frame so that we can actually have a competition in our life, but do it without the negative of comparison. So we're going to take a quick break here. We're going to say thank you to the friends of Your Best Version. When we come back, we're going to look at the other side of the chasm. We're going to look at the peak that we can find ourselves at. We're going to talk about the possibility that we can have to not compare ourselves to other people and use that as a catalyst to our path, our purpose, and our five-star version. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. Your Best Version Radio is underwritten in part by the Beam Lighthouse Recovery Community Center. Beyond providing a place for those struggling with addiction and other health challenges, the Beam focuses on family-oriented activities to strengthen the family bond through a faith-based community. The Beam is located on the Bagnell Dam Strip at 1371 C Bagnell Dam Boulevard. Go to the Beam's website at thebeamlighthouse.org to learn more. You can find support for yourself or a loved one. Also, you can volunteer to support the Beam's mission and those it serves. The Beam Lighthouse Recovery Community Center. Beams of light, rays of hope. Okay, folks, welcome back. I'm glad you've joined us. This is your best version. My name's David Porter, and today we're talking about don't compare. Talking about comparison, that vicious part of our human psyche that puts us in a position to compare ourselves to the people around us. And as we talked about in the problem, when you look around and compare yourself to other people, you will always fall short. You will always fail. You will always find yourself coming up short. Now, before I jump into the possibility today, I want to share a quick story with you. Over the last week, I went to a virtual event, a virtual mastermind, and was working with some people on the topic of the path that we are walking. 
So I want you to understand that while I come on your best version and talk about you finding your path to your purpose, to your five-star version, I also go do things that help lead me to my path, my purpose, and my five-star version. And we were talking about various topics and one of the participants brought up a really, really uh, intriguing question. And that question was, what do you all mean when you say somebody's best version? And I jumped in the conversation and said, well, I actually have a radio show called Your Best Version. And so we got into dialogue about, well, what does that mean? What do we mean by your best version? She wasn't asking it as though she didn't like the, the phrase or the concept, but just, I think, probing to get a deeper and better understanding of what your best version means. And here's where I ended up in talking with her about this. Your best version really focuses on two concepts. First is the word your. The version that I talk about with your best version and the work that I do in my businesses is that your version is yours. It is unique to you. There is not a cookie cutter version out there that you need to aspire to. You are aspiring to your path and your purpose and your five-star version. To me, that is so powerful because there isn't something that I have to rebuild in myself or fill in the blanks because I don't have it in me to do whatever is necessary for my five-star version. It's my version. My version, my path, my purpose is very different than everyone listening to this show. Just like your path, your purpose, and your version is unique to you. And so I just thought that was a really interesting conversation that that phrase came up this week uh, in, the, in the event that I was at. And we had a good conversation and a good talk about how that works. And that leads me into, so what is this possibility that we have when we can get past the, the real devil of comparison? Your possibility is that you compare you today to you yesterday, and you look to others for inspiration and learning. So that possibility, again, manifests itself in four ways, and let's talk about those, because I think this is a real uh, script changer for all of us if we can buy into this possibility. And the first is, the first way this possibility manifests itself is, you are a product of your decisions and choices. That may sting a little bit. It stung the first time I got it several years ago. I'll say it again so it can sting again. You are a product of your decisions and choices. We are where we are because of the choices we've made to be there. That is not a negative reflection on you. It is a reality. It is the thing that sits at the foundation of how we move ourselves to our path, our purpose, and our five-star version. Let me say it this way. Let me say it a different way. If you are where you are because of things outside of your control, then you have no capability, no capacity to change that. If everything that you are, everything that you do, everywhere you sit is a product of something that is outside your control, then you are simply going to float along in life hoping that your circumstances change because you have bought into that you have no control over those circumstances. 
I will tell you that the truth is that you have absolute control over your choices and your decisions. And those choices and decisions will change your circumstances. Now, here's the, here's the negative of that. If you make the wrong choices, if you make bad choices, if you make bad decisions, you will, you will still change your circumstance but you will change it to the negative. You will change it into something that doesn't work. But the fact that you have control, the fact that you are where you are today because of your decisions and choices means that to get to a different place, you must simply change your decisions and your choices. Second, you are who you believe you are. This was another one. This one didn't sting. This one just took a long time to get into my brain to where I would believe it. You are who you believe you are. Well, I believe I am whatever. Well, no, I don't really believe that because when I say it's, I am who I believe I am, that means that that belief manifests itself in decisions, choices, and behaviors that are consistent with that belief. That's the hard part. It's not hard for us to create a fantasy belief that we are something that we are not. The way you measure what you believe about yourself is to look at your actions. I read a great book many, many years ago by an author named Laura Handel Zayner, and it was called Maybe It's You. And it was a great book, and I would highly recommend it. Maybe It's You was all about that your life is a product of your choices. And because it is a product of your choices, you can change your life by changing your choices. And in the belief world, you can change who you are by changing your belief in yourself. That belief then manifests itself in behavior. The third way that the possibility presents itself is you don't compete with others. At most, you observe. This is a huge shift for most people. The people that believe in keeping up with the Joneses have no concept of what not competing with the Joneses would be like. Why would we not compete with the Joneses? They live in our neighborhood. Of course, we're going to compete with them. We want a greener lawn. We want more, we want more beautiful flowers. We want uh, more, a beautiful, more, be more beautiful paint job on our house. Uh, we want to have more toys in the back for our kids, blah, 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 blah. Well, you don't compete with others. You may observe what they do. You may look at the way they live their life, and that may inform the things that you want to do within your life, but you don't compete with them. You're not trying to get better than them. You're trying to get a better you, and they can help you through observation. And number four is you compete with you. Let me say that again. You compete with you, and because of that, you win. So what if the Joneses, what if rather than competing against the Joneses who live four doors down in a house that you are so envious of, with a marriage that you are so envious of, with kids that you are so envious of, what if instead of competing with them, based upon the fantasy and the non-reality that you have layered onto their life, what if instead of doing that, you competed with you? How are you as a spouse today? And how can you be better? Well, I don't want to do it that way. I'd rather look at the other people down the street and feel like they understand it and I don't. I get it, but that'll never work. You will lose every time. Well, I like to look down the street to Mr. Jones then 
your husband always falls short. And the reason your husband always falls short is because you live with him every day. Same thing goes for those of you that are men that do the same thing looking down the street at Mrs. Jones. Boy, if I had a wife like that. The number of men that I've heard say that. Boy, if I just had a wife like that. Just makes me shake my head. Because you know what? Everybody, man or woman, is flawed. There is no ability to find the perfect human being to be your spouse. Because here's the truth. If you find the person who is perfect to be your spouse, you will ruin them through your imperfection. So compete with yourself. Compete with yourself in every element of your life. I want to be a better person. I want to be better in my fitness. I want to have my body more on point. I'm not going to compete with Arnold Schwarzenegger or anybody like him because I'm going to lose every time. I'm not going to compete with people about my faith. I am who I am. I am building day over day my relationship with God, with my relationship with Jesus Christ, with my prayer life, with my study of scripture. I am growing my relationship day over day and competing with the version of me from yesterday. In my family, I am trying to be, I am working to be a better husband every day. And some days I win and some days I lose, but I don't lose because I'm comparing myself to someone else. I lose because I didn't do the work. I lose because I didn't make the right decisions. I lose because I didn't make the right choices. The great part is I get to try again tomorrow. And my wife knows that. She knows there will be lots of days that I will succeed in being better. She also knows that there will be days that I will not succeed. And she's okay with that. And that's why we have a great marriage. That's why we have a great relationship. And in my focus, in my business, in my civic activities, in the things that I do in the community, I am not trying to be somebody else. I am trying to be a better version of me tomorrow than I am today. I am working to be better in my business tomorrow than I am today. And that's what you need to do. You need to find ways in every dimension of your life to build upon yourself to be better tomorrow than you are today. That is what is called competing against yourself and winning because you will win more days than not if you make the decisions and the choices to engage in that competition all in with both feet in the arena. So that's the possibility. You compare you today to you yesterday and look at others for inspiration and learning. So we're getting here to the bottom of the hour for our break. Uh, we're going to talk about mindsets and skill sets. What are the things we need to think? What are the things we need to do to be able to control and ultimately rid ourselves of comparing ourselves to other people? We'll see you in a minute. 